This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey guys, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of having a routine and not only how it can positively affect your trading, but positively affect your life as well. Now, I know you're already subscribed to my YouTube channel, but I also want you to subscribe to the Trader Coffee Break channel. That is a channel that Jason Grayson and myself have, where we meet up and go live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. New York and have little water cooler, coffee maker conversations about trading. This is the stuff that you're not gonna hear spoken in most places of the internet, but it is what you need to hear and be aware of if you wanna become a consistently profitable trader. So check it out, the Trader Coffee Break. Now, speaking of the Trader Coffee Break, the idea of today's podcast comes from today's episode, where today we did an episode talking about trading routines. What should a trading routine look like? Is a trading routine necessary? And I got a comment by a good friend of mine and a, a trader that I, I coached a long, long time ago that turned into a very successful trader himself, a very successful teacher, had some up and downs in life, um, some physical issues that happened, but also overcame them and is back clicking on all cylinders. And, and this is my buddy, Phil. By the way, I'll give Phil a, a shout out since she's shown me so much love over the years. But you can follow Phil on social media, Instagram, it's star Phil C. That's star P-H-I-L-C. Also check out his YouTube channel, just YouTube search Phil C, P-H-I-L-C. Um, really good content there and, and someone that definitely came through the trenches and turned himself into a success story. But lately, me and Phil have been talking about more than trading, more of kind of lifestyle hacks and becoming a better you. And, and under the idea that becoming a better you helps you become a better trader because trader trading ends up being just a, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and read Phil's comments. So he said this, I wanted to share my opinion. This is referring to some of the questions that we asked on the Trader Coffee Break episode about routines. I wanted to share my opinions and answer too. You've already hit on one of the biggest things in my life, checklist, scorecards. One of the struggles for traders who does, uh, one of the struggles for, tr for a trader who doesn't have a routine is being in a state of confusion and being disoriented in their environment. Without a checklist to follow, we're more tempted by the insidious temptations of our outside environment to always knock us off course. Over time, with repetition, they cultivate consistency in being all over the place, and that can get in the way of meaningful results in terms of tracking and measuring your progress. Staying conscious of this and following that checklist you laid out for yourself is, critical, is of critical importance to measure accurate results in life. That, in turn, relates back to trading because everything we do in trading is a reflection of how we see ourselves. Got to get some sleep now because Phil's in Australia. So when the Trader Coffee Break comes on, it's very early in the morning. But I love Phil's statement because trading and life are, are, are intertwined. Your life affects your trading. Your trading affects your life. If you want to be good at trading, uh, you have to get your life under control, right? We often say the same thing about personal finance uh, in, in general, right? 
before you can even think about becoming a trader, you have to work on yourself. You have to take care of you know, your personal financial issues. And what I mean by that is this. If you are someone that is bad and reckless with money, you spend it before you get it, what do you think is going to happen when you learn how to trade? When you're in an environment where you could potentially be making money hand over fist when all of your actions have to do with making or losing money, if you're not disciplined enough to stick to your own spending rules and habits without trading, what do you think is going to happen when you get in trading, right? It's just going to get exponentially worse. So what we notice with the successful traders that we work with, they always have a grasp on their personal financial situation first. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be in a, a great place financially to start learning how to trade. We know that trading is a journey. Pardon me, my phone's still on. How unprofessional of me. We know that trading is a journey. It is often a journey that at minimum probably takes six months to get through. Uh, for most people, it's more like 18. So you can set up a plan for you to do both at the same time. You can work on your personal finance. You can work on getting your financial situation under control. You can work on developing those new habits while you're learning how to trade. Because in the beginning session of learning how to trade, those six to 18 months, you're probably not trading live anyway, or if you are, it's at the very end after the first six to nine months, I would guess, right? So you can do both. But the fact is, you have to be willingly, you have to accept that that change needs to happen before you can be successful. And the same thing goes with a routine, right? If you're serious about trading, you have to understand that trading is a business. It is a very hard business, not just for the fact that it, it's trading and it's difficult, but it's a hard business because you're an entrepreneur. You are in charge. There's no one there to judge you. There's no one there to grade you. There's no one there to slap you around when you're doing bad. There's no one there to pick you up when you're doing bad. There's no one there to kind of, you know, bring you back to earth when you're doing good. There's there's no one there to keep you on track when you're doing good, right? Everything is completely up to you. Now, would you recommend having friends, accountability buddies, you know, people that you talk to on, on a, a regular basis, you know, weekly, monthly to kind of, you know, keep you centered? But the honest truth is that most of you guys listen to this podcast, you're on your own, right? No one in your direct circle of friends knows what trading is. You're just doing this weird little internet thing. They probably think you're recklessly buying and selling crypto or something like that, right? So being on your own, it just puts more pressure on yourself to form these habits. So having that routine is key because that is the thing that's going to keep you on track. That essentially ends up being your boss. It, it, it gives you guidance and eventually it becomes a habit, right? A routine becomes a habit where you feel weird if you don't do it. But at first, you have to be extremely strict about sticking to it. And what happens with most people is that they see that once they stick to a routine for a, a, a set amount of time, right? I, I told the traders on the coffee break this morning, hey, I challenge you to create a routine and stick to it for 30 days. And I guarantee in 30 days, you're going to be pleased with the results, not necessarily the trading results, but the results of how much more organized you feel, how much more comfortable you feel in the market. And I would challenge you guys to do the same thing. But once you see the power of routine, 
you want to start putting that in other aspects of your life as well, right? So me, in my personal journey, I was someone that kind of worked backwards, right? I never had a job coming out of college, right? I had a bunch of odd jobs and stuff like that, but I, I never had a job. I went straight into investing and in the financial markets and learning how to become a trader. And during my journey of learning how to become a trader, I you know found out the hard way that a routine is necessary. And once I found out the power of that routine, in order to become more productive and more efficient in other aspects of my life, I started creating routines for other aspects of my life, whether it's my other businesses, whether it's uh, family time and playing with kids, whether it's the, the stuff I have to do in the background, whether it's working out, right? I just came back from the gym and I had to go at a certain time because it was it was in my routine. And, and overall, I've become a, a much more productive individual, much more happy individual, and that carries over into the overall comfort of my life. But easier said than done. Getting started was tough because it's hard to tell someone that they, especially in trading, that they, they, they have to treat it like a business. After all, many of you guys aren't in the same situation as me, right? Many of you guys are actually working full-time jobs and then Trading is kind of your getaway from your job, right? Once your job is over, now you're kind of filling that extra time, whatever extra time you have with learning how to trade and trading. So it's hard to be done with one business where you probably have a routine, a strict routine set by someone else during your entire workday, and then to put yourself back on another routine later. Yeah, pretty tough. But you have to do it. And that reminds me of a funny story, right? Especially one of the hard things about trading too, speaking of the job aspect, I guess, is you know when you're going from your one job to trading, your trading is, is usually done at home, right? So you go from an isolated office somewhere if you're working in an office where it's easier to be productive because you're away from the temptations of home. Um, you know that, hey, I've physically moved myself to this location to do X, Y, and Z. Working from home is difficult, as many of us learned over the pandemic in 2020 and 2021. Working at home on something that is not looked at as a job because you're learning and it's not actually producing you money is even harder because one, no one's forcing it to do it. Two, you're at home. You have the temptations of family. You have the temptations of, of TV and videos and, and video games and, and all these other hobbies and the to-do list that your, your you know, significant other is making you do. Right? You have all these temptations. It, it's very easy for trading to get sucked into the background where it's like, oh, no, I'll do it later. I can do it now, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. I'm at home anyway. I'll just do it an hour from now. It's very easy to get sucked into those traps. So you got to force yourself to do it. I struggled a lot with this at the beginning of my career because, you know, after, you know, when I first learned investing, I actually had an office. I, I was in an office and I was very good because I would physically go to this office. When I got to this office, I knew what it was. I was in this office for one reason, right? To do research, do research, do research and trade the financial markets. And then when I left that office, boom, it was done. I would, I, I left my work in that office. I didn't bring any of it home with me. When I started more actively trading, and, and, and I don't even know now, now that I think back of it, I'm like, why did I even leave the office? Probably because I got tired of like, I, you know, I was broke at the time. So any money I had was was going into the into the market, trying to make these investments during uh, a very cheap time. Um, so I was probably, knowing me, I was probably just trying to save on gas money. I'm like, why am I spending money going into this office every day? And, and you know, you buy lunch when you're out because that's what you do. Um, and buying lunch every day when I can just be doing this from home. 
And I started doing it from home and it was extremely hard because I, you know, I had a, a one room apartment essentially. Um, so I would literally roll out of my bed and right next to my bed was my chair and my desk and my, my laptop and I would get to work. I'd be in my jammies. I'd be half awake. It, it, I never had that, that interrupt of leaving at home, chill, relaxed Akil to professional Akil. So the chill, relaxed Akil would carry over into the markets where I would say I'm supposed to be analyzing stuff, but I'd start watching ESPN or I'd you know take a break and get some breakfast or get distracted or something like that. And it got to a point where I recognized it, but again, I'm my own boss, so you know no one was forcing me to do it, so you know I never did it. But I got to the point where it got so bad that I had to make a drastic change, and this is a story that everyone loves. In my drastic change, what I did was I started this routine where I would literally, I would wake up, I would shower, I'd put on a suit and tie, I'd eat breakfast, I'd go downstairs, I would I would leave, right? I would drive around the block, hopefully get my parking space back. I lived on like this, it was a one-way street and man, you had the, it was like a bar fight to get a parking spot. But, you know, this was early in the morning, so hopefully no one was, was there. But I, I'd literally get in my car, drive around the block one or two times, repark, get back in my house, you know, throw the, the suit jacket over the shoulder, over the back of the chair, and then start work, uh, start working. And my, my, everyone would laugh at me. I remember I had a roommate who was like, what the hell are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm going to work. He's like, don't you work here? I'm like, yeah. And I would just go. Um, but for me, it was that interrupt. I needed to feel professional. In my life, I needed to feel like a professional. I needed to feel like I was actually walking down Wall Street. I was actually going into an office and, and getting ready to start my trading day because that feeling mentally got me focused that, hey, once I re-entered this house and once that, that jacket was over the back of the chair, boom, it was go time. It was no longer kind of lazy, dreamy, sleepy, you know, uh, leisure akil. This was business akil. Now, it didn't last long because, again, I didn't have a lot of money at the time and, I, I, you know, I, I would especially in the summer months, I would, I would sweat and I had to go to the laundromat and do clothes and I was wasting gas. And, you know, it, it, I realized it was a little bit ridiculous, but I had to take that drastic change to get my mindset. And once I did it for a certain period of time, I found myself able to click on and click off. And, and I don't know what it was. If, if you're someone in the neuroscience, you can probably explain it better than me. But there was something about doing it for that set period of time that now I was able to be in control where I can literally flip a switch in my head and be like, okay, boom, it's go time. And that stuck with me for the rest of my life. So fake it till you make it, man. Like that is a real thing. Like not everything is just going to come. Not everything is going to be comfortable. Like sometimes you have to take a drastic action to get the result that you want. But the cool thing is once you take that drastic action, although it may be weird and, and different at first, once you start repeating it, once your body gets used to it, once you start adjusting it to it, I should say, it becomes a habit, it becomes a routine. And once it becomes a routine, you're gonna be a lot more productive, you're gonna be a lot more efficient, and you're gonna be a lot more comfortable with yourself and whatever you're doing. Trust me.
Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you want to know more about my personal trading routine, go back to Trading Coach Podcast, episode 185. It is literally titled, This is My Trading Routine, where I read to you an article that I wrote for FX Trader Magazine about how to treat your trading like a business, and I walk you through my routine as a trader. Now, obviously, you don't need to follow it. We're all in different situations, but it'll give you a good idea of how I operate and what I do on a regular basis. Trading Coach Podcast, episode 185. This is my trading routine.